Blog Talk Radio. to the Bottom Line Show Live, and I'm your show host, Dame Lillianne Walker from Huntington Beach, California, Luxium Media Studios. And today we have with us our guest, Jocelyn Jones, also known as the Instagram Mama. She's an Instagram marketing expert, international speaker, recently having returned from speaking and tour in Dubai, Bahrain, and Pakistan. And she is an online marketing consultant. She's been featured on ZNS TV and radio, KISS FM, The Bahamas Weekly, Bahrain This Month, TV Radio in Dubai, and Business Plus TV in Pakistan. She has had the honor and privilege of being mentored, shared the stage, and trained by some of the world's greatest marketers, such as Joel Bauer, Mitch Carson, Dustin Matthews, and Dave Van Hoos. Now, Jocelyn enjoys sharing with our people how they can use Instagram to attract followers, build their lists, and convert them to customers. Following a simple, easy-to-follow step-by-step formula, she will show you how to use images and short videos to connect and engage with your target audience and turn them into raving fans. Her strategies can be implemented, she says, in as little as 15 minutes a day, allowing you more time with your family to do the things that you love. So, Jocelyn, welcome to our show. Thank you, Lillian. It's such an honor and privilege to be here. Well, we're excited to have you on our show, and um, we're so excited because we know that you're literally uh, just off a plane from having been overseas, and you have quite a busy travel schedule. So we thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to come join us today. My pleasure. So I always like to have our guests hear about where it was that you started this journey, you know, where you were born. Uh, Do you come from a family of one or ten or many more? Tell us a little bit about yourself before we dive in deep. Well, it's interesting you ask. I actually was born in um, a small town called Jamestown, New York. I've lived here my entire life with a very short stint down in Alabama for about four and a half months with my ex-husband, which did not go well. But that's a different story. And so I came back to New York. Um, I do have one older brother. And then my father remarried, and I have four older stepsisters, but um, we really don't um, see that side of the family much. So I really do just say that I have one brother. Okay. And and so when you grew up in New York, uh, tell us a little bit about how, you know, what was school like and uh, where you went to school after you graduated from high school. And uh, how did you get on this track to where we see you now? We see you all nice and polished and shiny as this expert in Instagram. But to show us a little bit of what the path was like to getting here to your you know, secrets to success. Absolutely. Um, well, it's, I lived, as I said, in a, in a very small town. I went to a small school um, in Panama, New York, and I graduated with 57 people. Um, I was a very good student. I always did very well. I did not have to study to get A's or B's, and I actually I could have been the valedictorian of my class if I really wanted to, but I 
didn't wasn't important to me. And I still graduated in like the top 20% and was given scholarship and I went to a local community college. And I always knew from the time that I was little that I either wanted to be like a teacher or a social worker or um, I had an aunt who was very pivotal as one of my very first role models. Um, she was in an accident in Belgium as a foreign exchange student when she was 17 and ended up breaking her neck in an amusement park accident and was in a wheelchair. And so she worked for Equal Employment Opportunities Commission in uh, Washington, D.C., and actually helped to draft the American with Disabilities Act. So from a very young age, I was, you know, started, you know, wanting to advocate for people with disabilities. Uh, my and, you know, I would always get very angry when I would see people who were not handicapped parking in handicapped spots, so I would put little fake tickets on their cars from the time that I was, like, four years <laughs> old. And I just, you know, I just kind of go down that path, and, like, that was on my dad's side. And on my mother's side, my grandmother was one of the very first special education teachers, and my aunt was a special education teacher. And so I w- went on for, to school for teaching, and I ended up having a really bad student teaching placement. So my uh, supervisor teacher, after two weeks when I asked for a new placement, said, if I can get to you graduation will you quit and I said yes and so I you know I really didn't know what I wanted to do at that point I kind of ran away from home basically I went down to North Carolina and stayed with a friend for a few months because I just did not know what I wanted to do with my life and so I got back into doing stuff and then I found working as a caseworker for people with developmental disabilities that I did for 16 years but I still felt like I was playing small and so I started turning to the Internet because they say that you are the average of the top five people that you hang around. And in my small little town, which does not make a lot of money, um, if I really wanted to see true success, it wasn't going to happen. And I've always had the ability to be able to connect with the right people. So in turning to the Internet, I started looking for mentors and looking for people who were doing what I wanted to do so that I could, you know, have success as well. So that basically allowed me to end up going to a a marketing um, event in San Diego last March where I met Mitch Carson and I met um, some other people and Dave Van Hoos was doing a presentation on how to become a speaker. And all of a sudden, a jill of electricity went through me and, oh, my gosh, that's what I want to do. I want to travel the world. I want to be able to share my story. And so it literally has been a whirlwind since July of last year when I went to my first Speaking Empire event and had all kinds of training. I have met amazing people, have been mentored, went and did um, training with Joel Bauer in April where, of course, I had the honor and privilege of meeting you. And Mitch taking me under his wing and taking me – I started out as an international speaker. Actually, my very first uh, – time that I spoke was in the Bahamas in April of this year, and then in uh, May, I ended up speaking in Dubai, Bahrain, and Pakistan, so I spoke in four countries in two months, and even more impressive is three countries in a week, but it's because I made a decision... It's because I made a decision that I was not going to play small anymore, and it was time to do something different with my life. Well, that is um, that is incredible, and I had no idea that you had spoken in three countries within a week, let alone in two months. Just yes. four countries in two months. That is absolutely incredible, and and you know th- this is interesting because what you're saying is is so profound on so many levels. You you recognized inherently that you were playing small and that you were not you weren't really living to your full potential. And you had a dissatisfaction with that. So you decided, you actually made a decision, which is, I think, the first step in anybody's secrets to success. It's you, you give yourself permission to decide what it is that you want, 
you, you know what you don't want, and because you know what you don't want, you decide what you do want, and then you go, you go forward with that saying, you know what, this is what I want. I don't really know how to get there, but I'm going to take a step forward, and I'm going to start to move in that direction, and then things begin to happen, and it sounded like things didn't just happen for you. It sounded to me like they exploded for you. Oh, absolutely. Once I made a decision, it literally was a fast track. I mean, I mean the, the, how different my life is right now in where where are we the middle of june of this year compared to where i was june of last year just from all the amazing connections and people that i've met and opportunities and experiences that i've had i mean (laughs) i just can't even explain like how you know much more fulfilling and, and i mean my life was already good to begin with i mean i have an amazing husband i have three beautiful children you know i mean the area that i live in with the exception of the winter when it snows but i live out in the country i have a you know it's my life is wonderful it is great but it's just it's so much more fulfilling now because i know and especially going over to the middle east and knowing having women coming up to me that were fully veiled and asking if they could take pictures of me and telling me how much i inspired them to want to do more of it with their lives i mean that to me makes it all everything that I've done the sacrifices that I've made the time away from my family time away from my children that's what made it worth it for me wow so you're saying there's so much oh my gosh there's so much liquid gold that is coming out of you right now I'm so excited to be able to share you with our listeners because there are tons of um, folks that are out there women who are you know have children just like you do who have found themselves in a where they're not satisfied, and you're actually kind of sharing with them your blueprint as to how you move forward to become successful. So let's keep on, you know, peeling the uh, layers of the onion, if it will. So you, um, obviously you uh, have a, a natural affinity and a love for people and obviously folks with disabilities and so forth, and it seems that at somewhere along the way you started to embrace the social media phenomena that's been taking place for you know quite a few years now so how did you come upon instagram as that being your social medium because i know that your area of expertise is that you are you know an international expert on instagram well, it's actually interesting because um, I, as you said, I've always just been a very social person. I am a natural connector. You know, I see the big picture of how people can work together, and so um, yeah, social media for me is, is it's literally like peas and carrots. And I actually would be on Facebook, and you know, that's where I you know find a lot of the people that I connected with, and you know, with going to the different live events. And and I actually had somebody sit there and say to me one time, if you want to know how to do social media, you just do what Jocelyn does. And I, and this was, you know, a top marketer. And I looked at him and he said, I love what you do on social media. He's like, I emulate you. And I just said, what are you talking about? I'm just being me. You know, I mean, I just share things that I like that I see, you know, post different images. And so when um, Mitch and I got together and he started mentoring me, he actually is the one that recommended that I start to learn Instagram because of the fact that it is um, you know, up and growing, and so many people don't realize the potential and the fact that there's currently over 400 million active monthly users on Instagram and growing, and that it's the third fastest growing social media platform besides Facebook and Twitter, so it's an endless supply of leads. And at first, you know, he said Instagram, and I myself was like, okay, I have a 12-year-old daughter who takes pictures of herself, and she posted on Instagram. Why in the world would, you know, somebody want to use it? And when I actually started purchasing some of the courses and getting into the information and seeing it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, this is awesome because it's like, 
with the pictures and the images, it's very visual and emotionally appealing for people. And actually, the portfolio engagement rate is 58 times higher on Instagram than Facebook and 100 times excuse me, 120 times higher than Twitter. And so, you know, especially for people that are like in the health and wellness and they can show the before and after where he's like, you know, you show a person who's unhealthy and overweight and then you show the pictures of of their journey of what they've gone through. Um, You know, you can post healthy recipes and videos so that people can engage and, and everyone is so much more engaging on Instagram. And when I was able to see how that I could connect people to people, that's when it made sense to me and I just dove in full force. Wow, so so this this is powerful. The fact that I think we're all aware about the the visual uh component of social media and of course cuz it's a lot of it is picture based, but yeah, what you're saying is that you're really able to create an emotional tie with people because you're able to post pictures and videos on Instagram. And I'm shocked to hear that it's 58 times more powerful and higher engagement than in Facebook. Yeah, I don't think most people know that. No, I'm sure that there's a lot of people that don't. Um, But then again, the other thing about it is, is that, you know, I know there's the myth of people thinking, well, you know, Instagram is only just for young, you know, the young people and everything else. And all that, that was true at the beginning. But Facebook owns Instagram. They purchased Instagram because they saw the power of what it was. And there are more and more, like, older people that are coming on all the top businesses because they know that that's where their target audience is is hanging out. Yeah, so the bottom line is that, you know, people, that's where the eyeballs are. That's where the attention uh, is. And where attention goes uh, and focus goes, that's where energy grows. And Absolutely. so you have to be right there. If you're in a business, if, if you're not, you know, green and growing, you're, you know, ripe and rotten. And we, the last thing we want to do is decay. We want to move forward and grow. And that's where the business is. That's where the activity is. So tell us. What would you say is the number one reason anyone should use it for their business? Well, number one, because of the fact that there's so many people there already. Like I said, there's over 400 million active users that are there daily. Wow. Um, it, and it, and it, right now it is still free. So it's it's a free platform. I mean, they do have a paid platform as well, but they have not quite changed that algorithm yet, like Facebook has, where it limits what the posts are being seen. Um, so that that's huge too, because you know you post some you when you post something on Instagram, everybody sees it. So I have people like on a daily basis when I'm posting that are coming and following me that weren't even connected with me to begin with, and they're they're commenting and liking, you know, because the the biggest thing is too is that you can search for your target audience and then just start putting in content and everything. And that's just this thing. The the biggest thing is, I mean, you don't want to just go and create an Instagram account, start posting stuff, and then just going and liking every Tom, Dick, and Harry. Um, A super secret ninja strategy that I can give you Mm. is you do a search for, like, the top accounts that are already established in your niche. So like if you're near the health and wellness niche, you would start doing and finding um, accounts that have a lot of followers. Look to see what they do. Model what they do. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. And then when you see that there's certain pictures and stuff that they have, that they have a lot of engagement on, start following those followers because that's your target audience and they're already in, you already know that they're engaged because they're already liking and commenting on their pictures and their videos. That's a great that's a great tip. So, and I love that you called it a super secret ninja strategy. 
So basically, <laughs> if I heard you correctly, you said that the super secret ninja strategy in Instagram is to do a search for the top accounts and then model what they do and then follow their followers. Yes, because that's your target audience. And then you start providing similar content. So, again, like I said, if you're health and wellness, you know, you might want to um, – and again, you're not going to want to post about your products all day long, like if you have supplements or if you have, like, mm-hmm. protein shakes or whatever. I mean, you might want to take a picture of someone enjoying one and showing, okay, this is what they look like. You know, it's a before and the after. Show the proof. Show the results. Because mm-hmm. people buy the results. You know, do maybe you could – it used to be that the videos were only 15 seconds, but now they're, you can do 60-second videos. Do quick, you know uh, – exercise videos or whatever. Maybe there's a yoga um, routine that one day, you know, you do a, a one pose. And so within a week, you would have a whole entire uh, regimen on there that the people could watch, or it, maybe it's a strength training. I mean, the sky's the limit, really, or not even the limit. I mean, there really are no limits as to what you can do to be creative. Post, I mean, people love it when they post healthy recipes or something. Oh, hey, I found this, yeah. and, you know, this is really delicious. Maybe post a picture of what it looks like and then how they can make it. Um, you know, and mm-hmm. you're going to get people engaging and commenting and sharing your content because that's really what it's all about as well. And, again, the beauty of it is is that if you really don't want to create your own content, you can actually share other people's. And, again, same type of thing. Go to those top accounts, find the pictures or the images that are getting the most engagement and reshare it and give credit to them and say, hey, this is a great post by so-and-so. As long as you give, I mean, people don't care where the content comes from as long as it's good content. And as long as you give credit to, you know, the original person, they're actually most likely going to appreciate you for sharing their information. Well, that sounds awesome. So it sounds like uh, the, the key element then is, you know, obviously knowing your product well and being able to share the before and afters, but by being able to target who are the folks that are in that same niche that you have that are already super successful, modeling what they do, and then basically you're, you're catching a ride with those followers by following them and offering them similar engaging content. Now you're able to develop your own tribe that's now going to you know, engage with you and uh, you start to build a list in that manner, correct? Absolutely, and and that's exactly that's exactly the it because the first piece of this is what we talk about like this inform is is attracting the followers, and as we said before, you know you don't want to just go out and just start getting a whole bunch of people because it's not going to do you any good. And the worst thing that you could do is like buy followers. You know they have the yeah. oh go to Fiverr and spend five bucks and get ten thousand followers. Well, yeah, it's going to make you look like you have a, a decent size account, but it doesn't do you any good because they're not going to be engaged. They're not your target audience. So by going to other, and it doesn't have to necessarily be um, exact match. I mean, say you're in beauty and fashion and you sell purses. You may go and find someone that sells dresses, so it's something that's complementary but not necessarily a, a competition. So then you, you know, because then you could offer something similar <clears throat> to them. So that, as I said, you know, that's where you go where you start attracting the followers, getting people that are engaged, and then by providing that valuable content. With Instagram, you're only allowed one clickable link. So you're going to want to have a way that you're going to be able to collect 
their information so that you can then go to step two, which is build your list. So what you'll want to do is you'll either want to have like a link to like a lead capture page, or you may want to have a link to a website or a blog that has an opt-in form on it where you're offering them something of value for free. Maybe you might want to have a contest. Contests are very, very popular on Instagram where you offer something, you know, if, if again, maybe it's they'll get a free belt if they enter, you know, so many people can win a belt uh, or, or whatever it may be, um, you know, but you can have a contest. Or a lot of people, what I've been seeing recently is they invite them to their own Facebook group. So they get them off of Instagram, and, in, in, and yes, they are going on a Facebook, but now you've got them in an area where you can continually on a daily basis build that relationship and, you know, provide them with even more and more value where it's like you give, 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 and help them and offer them information because Zig Ziglar says that if people like you, they'll listen to you, but if they trust you, they'll buy from you. Mm-hmm. It's so true. So, so, so true. So and then, then again, great. that's so how you, you bridge them. Yeah, and then that's step three, which is the converting them to customers because as you're building the relationship with them and sharing them the value and giving them so much information to help them or whatever it may be, you know, the logical next step is they're going to trust you. So when you do offer them something, you know, a, a paid or your product or whatever else, they're going to be more likely to want to purchase from you because, you know, you've built that relationship with them. And that trust. So that's great. So that's that's actually a very valuable, you know, tool right there to use Instagram and then invite them to come and engage with you on a Facebook page, not necessarily your Facebook, your regular Facebook profile, but actually direct them to a, a separate Facebook page that you create just to, you know, target. Correct. You could create a group that was based on that niche. Um, yeah, I mean, and that and that's one of the things that I, you know, just going back to the contest real quick, while I'm thinking about it, when I was in Dubai and I had my transformation, I told everybody, I said, listen, I said, I am the perfect before and after result for Instagram because if you knew me, I'm a soccer mom from small town USA. I wear glasses. <laughs> I, you know, I'm like, I don't dress up. And here I was with my hair curled and I had makeup on, you know, I'd had a makeover and I had my, my professional clothes on. And I said, you know, and literally for the first time, I, I can't remember the last time I, I looked like this probably eight years ago when I got married to my husband and for the first time in a long time I feel beautiful and it was just you know I mean I broke down and cried because it was just I in that moment I just you know I it was amazing that that transformation I said and for you to be able to show what I look like before and what I look like then I said in this, this local business this this spa and beauty place is doing it so perfectly and they were doing the contest where they would have people nominate a woman they felt deserved to be pampered and every month they would select a woman to come in and you know feel like a princess or a queen for the day and then and just the fact that they not only did they have the contest but then they were giving back and doing like a pay it forward type thing for the community I, I it was just beautiful Wow, that sounds like it would be very powerful marketing actually because it seems like absolutely. very transformational. Absolutely. Well, and that was just it. It's like, you know, we sat there and we had our slides and we were like all ready to, you know, and when we came in that day and it was like, you know, there was a computer glitch and we weren't going to be able to do our do our slides. So that was actually a blessing in disguise for me because it was then I was able to, to be real and just to speak in the fact that this you know, business, the way to show how a local business is properly using Instagram to market. It was it just, it was wow. amazing. It was awesome. Well, and you know, that's another thing that, that, that's amazing because, you know, I, I, I can't even begin to imagine the amount of preparation that you must have done leading up to your overseas trips. And, you know, you, again, you're in three or four different countries speaking and there's always the issue of technical issues whenever you uh, travel overseas 
And for you to have all this preparation for your PowerPoint presentation, and I don't know if you had your laptop and, and whatnot, then to not have that, it sounds like, again, you know, you were prepared enough where it didn't matter whether you had that, you were able to go with the flow, and now, you know, you were still very successful despite the fact that something that you had taken painstaking uh, time and effort to surgically, you know, put precisely the, the way you wanted it to be presented so that you could put your best foot forward, it didn't matter. Push came to shove. Once you got there, whatever happened or didn't happen, you were still able to, you know, because I heard rumors about, which is why you are actually on this platform today, you know, on this radio show, was that you hit it out of the park and you had, you know, the most compelling and riveting talk while you were over there. So tell well, us a little bit about your well, emotional state because I, I can't imagine what you must have thought when they said, oh, by the way, all that stuff that you prepared, you're not going to use any of it. What, what, well, to, what emotion? To be, through, to be honest you? with you, though, I, it, literally, like I said, it was an absolute blessing in disguise because it's like you, when you have act, the actual slides and you have this or that, and even though they're supposed to kind of prompt you, people sometimes have a tendency to get, like, dependent on the slides. And by not having them and not having to worry about them, it enabled – or not, I don't even want to use the word enabled. It empowered me to be able wow. to speak from my heart and, you know – I wasn't worried because I've been trained by the best. I've been trained by speaking on pride. I've been trained by Joel Bauer to be able to speak on anything and any t- at any time, anywhere, doesn't matter what it is. So, you know, you could give me something about engineering and I would figure out a way to do a, speak, a speech on it because of the just amazing first-class training that I've had. So, no, I wasn't nervous at all. I mean, I was like, again, it's a challenge. Bring it on. You know, I will succeed. Wow. So again, there there's another one of the secrets to success. You you actually said it. I will succeed. Obviously, you thought it, and then you spoke it, and then you were it into being, and so it is. Absolutely. So you that's your thought process. That's the decision you made in your mind, and then you spoke it out loud. That brought it out into the 3D world, and then as you spoke it, then you took that step of faith, just knowing, because you knew that. You know, I you know you I will succeed. I am a success, and then you stepped forward in that truth. And I want to say the rest is history, but it's actually being made as. <laughs> oh no, that's just the beginning, the baby. <laughs> yeah, you're just getting started, baby. That's right. So you're just fanning that flame. So that this is very exciting. So now let's go back and recap a little bit. You talked about some challenges that you had in the past. And as you know, over the last decade, we have had the most challenging economy that our globe has seen since the Great Recession. And there's a lot of people who have had, you know, either financial, physical, emotional, relational, spiritual crises, some of them in more than one area, some of them in all areas at once, which I can't imagine having that type of experience. But the truth is there are people that are in transition A lot of folks have transitioned from one career to the other or from one marriage to the other, et cetera. So take us back a little bit and kind of help us um, relate with you in terms of what, you know, because you talked a little bit about some of those challenges. You had um, obviously the challenge with your, your, I can't imagine, your your poor aunt had that terrible accident that, you know, left, left her disabled. But it sounds like you had some own personal challenges also that you had to kind of dig down deep and, you know, 
it's pretty obvious that you have a very strong resolve because even you know during this broadcast, you're you're in a different state. What state are you in? I in New York State. New York State. So you're clearly across the country. You're yes. literally on the East Coast. We're on the yes. West Coast, and you're we can feel your energy all the way over here in California. <laughs> it's very very powerful, and you're you've got a very ebullient um, uh, persona. So. Um, tell us a little bit about how, what was your thought process, and but more importantly, what what were the feelings? How did you bring that in? Where you know a lot of people get into that place where either they get stuck or they're like, oh my gosh, you know something's got to change, something's got to give, you know there's got to be a better way to to you know this is not working for me. So take take us a little bit back to that place where okay. you were at. Well, it's interesting that you ask. I mean, I. I as far as, you know, you're talking about my aunt and, and everything. Well, you know, she took what happened to her and look at what how she changed her life. And I even asked her at one point, you know, how she thought her life might be. She goes, I don't think my life would be better. It would just be different. You know, she said, I probably would have still been living up in New York. I'd probably still I'd be married with kids or whatever. But because of what happened to her, helped her to be able to not only advocate for herself, but advocate for so many other people. I mean, again, you know, to be helped to draft the American with Disabilities Act is no small feat. And so she literally was one of my very first role models. I worshipped the girl and she rolled over and, um, I got my grit and my determination. I'm never going to give up because, again, you know, she can do all the stuff from a wheelchair, you know, but there's, I have no excuse whatsoever. And I'd always said from the time that I was a child that, you know, I would get myself into a position. You know, I went to school. I got my career. You know, I did get married. And I was like, if anything ever happened, I would be able to take care of myself. I do not need a man, as Joel Bauer always says, and Mary Kay said, a man is not a plan. And I was like, I will take care of myself. I will take care of my family if necessary. And in my mid-20s, my ex-husband um, did walk out on me a month after our five-year wedding anniversary, pregnant with our second daughter, decided he did not want the responsibility of family. And But you know what? It's like people feel sorry for me. said, so don't. He did me a favor. He said, you know, the yeah. biggest mistake he ever had made was having me give up my family and career for him. I deserved better, and I needed to move on. And he was correct. Mm-hmm. I was very fortunate to be able to get my I had gone substatus at my job when I went down to Alabama for the four and a half months and, of course, came back home pregnant, thinking we wanted another child, and I would never trade my daughter for the world. Um, and, you know, I, I was able to get my job back, so I had, you know, full-time employment right away. I was actually better off, even though I was making less money with just the one income, I was actually better off without him. Um, surprisingly, I had money in the bank, um, and I, at that point I decided that I wanted to go back to school, and I actually went back and got a second bachelor's degree in paralegal studies and with an emphasis in alternative wow. dispute resolution. Um, and I did that, um, and I, I met my current husband um, a month after my ex walked out on me and I still I to this day uh, it's like you know if you and I were friends and you told me that you were hanging out with a married pregnant woman I think you'd lost your freaking mind but it was he's my (laughs) I mean mean, seriously but it's just like we met and for the moment that we met it was as if we had known each other our entire lives and his entire family you know like just embraced us and we were friends first he was still hanging around after um, I was divorced and the baby was born and I'm like anyone crazy enough to want to get involved in my situation must be a keeper and we've been together for over 10 years now we just celebrated our eight-year wedding anniversary he adopted my girls thank you thank you we actually celebrated i celebrated it with you in um los angeles during bolton and joel's thing (laughs) 
training oh was my anniversary. So yes, I was celebrating with all you guys, but still, and oh. I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't trade it for the world. And he's such an amazing. I mean, like I said, he adopted my girls. We have our son together, and he is the one. It, without his support, this would not have been possible because he actually has been the one that stayed home with the kids while I've been traveling. And eventually, of course, I want them all to be able to do it with me. But if he wasn't there behind me, backing me up every step of the way, telling me that he loved me, trusted me, and believed in me, you know, sometimes more than I do myself. I mean, that right there is, you know, my driving force, wanting to do better for my family, but knowing that I have that support from him because so many people don't have their spouse's support. And, you know, and and that's just it is that, you know, we right around – like 2008, 2009, he was a loan officer, and that's when the real estate started to get really bad. And so okay. I turned to the Internet trying to find something. It's like, you know, maybe I can find something to work from home cause, and, you know, get it build up because in that way, heaven forbid, if he did lose his job, we would have something to fall back on. And I unfortunately ended up getting taken by um, a not very uh, nice company, and I ended up losing $12,000. Uh, because they took it and they kind of ran, and it's a, it's a hard lesson to learn, but it was still a good lesson. Because again, I, I I don't think there are any. I think there's only lessons, and I once again, you know, I refused to quit. I picked myself up, dusted myself off, kept moving forward. I still had faith in networking and marketing in general, and I you know stayed online, started finding other people, um, and I just really kept finding myself coming back around to, like, the tools, the picks, the shovels, and wanting, really wanting to help other people with their businesses. I mean, that's really where I want to be. It's, it wasn't so much about me wanting to do uh, an MLM or anything like that. It's like I really always just wanted to help other people, help other people their businesses, help them get them connected because it's what I've done my entire life. From the time that I was little, I just do it naturally. I naturally refer people. I can have a conversation with someone, be in a room with someone, a bunch of people, hear what everyone's skills and talents and gifts are, and I can see the big picture of how we can all work together. I see where, you know, if you're wanting to learn how to, you know, get an online presence, I know people that I can connect you with to to meet your needs. And so that's basically where it's all come. And because of that and my ability to connect with the right people, the right opportunities have presented themselves and, of course, me making the decision and taking the action. Absolutely. So, you know, this is this is actually so fantastic because, you know, again, you know, we, we started off, we, we hear your introduction, and for folks who don't know you, you're like, oh, my gosh, you know, this is great, but I could never do that. You know, she, everything is, like, perfect. She was born with a silver spoon in her mouth, and they don't realize <laughs> no. that you actually had to go – you know, you've earned your stripes. You've had your bumps and your bruises, and it's cost you probably hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know, in education and training. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and like that $12,000 that you paid that they, they basically ran off and never gave you anything for that twelve grand in uh, hard-earned cash that you gave. So, you know, we see you here now at, at this point in the juncture, and we see you as a polished end product, but the reality is, you know, you you did have, you know, my goodness, to be left with a, you know, pregnant with, um, you know, a child and one on the way, and then you're having to, you know, basically scramble to figure out how you're going to make ends meet. You know, you did have to, you were basically, you know, put through the fire. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like the best quality gold is put through the highest, you know, amount of heat so that we have that, you know, the high carat, you know, 24 carat gold. And it sounds like, you know, you've obviously had to, you've gone through that, but you instinctively knew part of your resilience. And for our listeners out there, you know, I hope that you 
get get the notion and you embrace the idea and the energy that there is hope that whatever whatever trials and tribulations you're going through in this very moment as you're listening to this show that that's not a defining moment that defines who you are it's just an experience that's pressing and pushing and molding you to the greatness that you're supposed to be because we all have greatness inside of us and absolutely you know, ten fifteen and that's years just it. Ago. Just what happened yesterday or happened today. I mean, you can make a decision tomorrow. To, you're not stuck, and the the the, the yeah. day you're stuck is the day they put you in the ground or they put you in in the <laughs> yes. oven. You know what I mean? Seriously, it's yes. like up until that, you can make it. You know, and and that's just it. You know, I look yeah. at where I was in my early twenties and where I am now and where I'm going, and I just I'm so excited because one of my favorite quotes is, you know, success is a journey, not a destination. It is. Yeah. And it's a successive realization of a worthwhile dream or goal. And you're living your worthwhile dream and goal. You're putting it out there, what it is that you want. You give yourself permission to want what you want. And it starts, you you don't know how you're going to necessarily always accomplish all of it. But success does leave clues. And, you know, birds of a feather flock together. And that like energy, you start attracting the people, places, and things that you need that are complementary with what it is that you want. And that's how you all begin to succeed. Absolutely. And and I love what you said because, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, especially women, you know, as women we are nurturers, we are caregivers, we are obviously sometimes wearing not only the hat uh, uh, of, you know, mother, but on top of the hat of mother at the same time you're also wearing the hat of business person, and um, sometimes also the hat of wife and hat of friend or best friend. And so you're wearing multiple hats at once. And so you're taking care of a lot of people. You know, you may have two, three kids at home, and you may have 20, 30 uh, employees at at your job that are also your children that you also have to take care of. <laughs> yeah, and that's sometimes for sure. It's true. You know, some, they may be grown-ups, but it's, they're like your children. You know, if you own the business or if you're a manager for a business where you have a staff of, 10 to 20 or 30 people, those are your children. You've got to take care of Absolutely. them. Absolutely. And sometimes, Absolutely. And sometimes my husband, you know, kids. I always said if I had three children, I would have. I would need to have four. Well, I do have four. I have two boys and I have two girls, and my <laughs> husband is my biggest child, but he knows how to be an adult when he needs to. Well, see, that's beautiful. And, and you touched upon something. We had uh, Scott Duffy who is, um, he is famous for having sold, um, he had a fleet of planes that he sold to Richard Branson, which is how Richard Branson ended up. Uh, starting Virgin Airways, right? And he wrote a book not too long ago called Launch. We had him on our show last year. And one of the things that he talked about was how important it is, the people that you surround yourself with. But a lot of folks don't think about, okay, the people that you surround yourself with is not just your friends and your family and the people that you do business with, but it's also who is it that you have at home that is your support system, because either it's a hell yeah and they're all in for you, or it's a hell no. Right, and and, and it's going to be a struggle. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like with your first husband, obviously it lasted five years, he took off. Yada, yada. It doesn't sound like he really was wholeheartedly committed to you in a way that you needed so that you and him were complementary to each other so that both of you could be the best versions of yourself. Absolutely, absolutely. And he he took himself out of the picture. The universe, of course, hates a void. And boom, there came now your 
your current my husband. My true, yes, my true partner. Yeah, he's your true partner, not a codependent relationship, but an interdependent relationship where he is interested in your success. He wants to do whatever's required. The door's swinging both ways now. And yes. you're able to help out the world. Not only are you helping yes. your family, you're able to help the world. You've monetized helping the world. By helping the world, you're helping your family. It's the chicken or the egg, which is first. It doesn't really, really matter. First is your mindset <laughs> and your decision that that's what you want. But ladies and gentlemen, because men, there are plenty of men oh, out there also course, who have a nurturing, course. giving, loving heart who really want to help people. And yes. ladies and gentlemen, you could you don't have to be a doctor to be helping no. people. No. You don't have to and be my, a minister. No. In and my, and you know my biggest thing is Sorry, I just wanted to say, though, too, as far as when you were talking about, you know, wearing the different hats. And I did struggle for a while because I had other people making me feel guilty when I was going after my dreams. Like, well, you know, you're a mother, you're supposed to be. And, you know, a lot of times and I had to accept, you know, that's your thoughts, that's not mine. And for me to realize that I can have it all. I can be a mother, I can be a business, I can be a wife, I can be a sister, I can, you know, because that's who I am. It's every bit of piece of me is all of that. It's not just, I'm not just one thing or another. And that, you know, as long as I know that I have the support, you know, of the people that I need to have around me and everything else, I am able to be all of that and more. Wow. That is, again, so, so, so beautiful. So, my goodness, there's so so many um, nuggets of gold. I can't imagine taking one of your trainings. It must be like drinking out (laughs) of a fire hose, too, because... You have such a wealth of, of information, and you're so open-hearted about your entire experience. Um, will you share with us some of the folks, maybe a before and after, maybe a few people who you've had uh, experience to coach and train them where they've applied your pr- proven principles and your methods? Well, sure, absolutely. Um, I have Laura. She's age 35, and she was an avid uh, Facebook marketer and did paid advertising on Facebook. And she had a very successful coffee, uh, like drinkers, like a a fan page, basically. And she and I had a conversation the one day and everything else, and I said, do you realize that you could do something very similar on Instagram you would most likely get more response, and instead of having to pay for the ads, you could do it for free. And so I basically, and she's very capable of um, creating her own images and stuff. She does her own graphic design and stuff, which is really cool. But just in following, you know, a few of of the tips that I'd given her to set up, uh, you know, like basically very similar, setting up her fan page, posting her images. I mean, within minutes of her creating the account, she had people following, liking, opting in because she has, um, she sells T-shirts and stuff that are um, niche-based to the coffee. Um, and getting people opting in and subscribing. And um, that was literally within just minutes of following my um, suggestions that I gave her. And then shortly thereafter, I then shared with her, well, what if you were to go look at some of the other coffee pages that are out there, you know, the other top pages and start, because then you can find more of your followers. And, you know, you've run contests before on Facebook. Why don't you do the same thing on Instagram? And so then she ended up having, um, you know, even more success by doing that. So she's just one person just recently that I'd shared, you know, some strategies with. Um, I also had um, another lady, Bonnie, um, from New York City, who she has a lot of followers, but she didn't have much engagement. And so I gave her, 
you know, because, I mean, even though she say she say she had like 30,000 followers, but she would post a picture or an image or something and she'd only get a few likes. Well, I mean, I'm sorry, but for, if you have that many followers, you should be getting a lot much, you know, more likes or comments. And so I gave her some tips and strategies of how she could get some more engaged, you know, get her uh, fans more engaged. And then I'm trying to think, there's just somebody else recently, um, you know, oh, Rayhan is perfect. Uh, you know, Rayhan on Facebook, he has a contest where he encourages because he wants there to be peace in the world. And he actually is the one that lives in Pakistan and had invited me um, to come to Pakistan. And one of the things that he does to share world, you know, to start creating world peace is to start having conversations with people. And he wants you to quote unquote, steal his friends, make 500 uh, mutual friends and (laughs) have conversations with them and he'll give you a laptop. And so I said to him, I said, do you realize the impact and the difference if you were to transfer some of this over and do this on Instagram as well and have that contest and encourage people to start having those conversations so that we can see we are all the same. We all want the same things. It doesn't matter if my you know, God is this or that, or because it, it really isn't about like the you know, and not every Muslim is a terrorist. You know, I mean that was one of the things no, too. Well, we were able to have like an intercultural dialogue, which was absolutely amazing, and some of the religious leaders were there, and we were just having conversations when I was in Pakistan, and even the women. You know, people think that the women over in the Middle East are suppressed, and that they, you know, the men have the upper hand, and it's not true. The women are they choose in, in many situations they choose to cover themselves. It's either if it's a religious thing that, you know, because it's what God, you know, they feel that God wants or that they want to, you know, cover themselves for their husbands. And a lot of situations they're not forced to, um, you know. And, I mean, I had women coming up and she's like, yeah, no, I pretty much wear the pants on, in the family, you know, my husband does. So, you know, I mean, again, we're all the same. It's like I met this one university and I asked one girl, I said, how old are you? Do you mind, do you mind me asking how old you are? And she said 25. I said, oh, my gosh, I was 25 yesterday. You know, <laughs> Like, you know, but I mean, like, do you, what are your plans? You know, and again, what does everybody want? Eventually, <laughs> eventually when they grow up, they want family. They want, you know, a job. They want mm-hmm. to be, we all want the same things. We're no different. Yeah. We're all the same. It doesn't matter what where you live. We all bleed red blood. Absolutely. We're, yeah, you know, we're, it, it's true. And it, and I, I oftentimes say, you know, we're all souls. I tend to look at people not in, in terms of, you know, a lot of people are really focused either on age or religion or nationality or or um, what you do for a living or any of those things. And I I always like to say I like to look at people as souls. You know, it's for, you know I happen to have a little meat suit that was issued to me. I have no control over that. You know, but if <laughs> I had a maybe if I had been given the decision as to what I would look like, maybe I would be five foot seven, 120 pounds, 34, 24, you know what I mean, 33. Uh, but I didn't have that prerogative. So this is the, the model that they issued me, and other people have different models so that we can recognize them because if we all looked exactly the same, oh, my gosh, can you imagine how boring that would be? Well, absolutely. And my thing is, is like how people make me feel. I, I it's off of energy for me because with my connecting and everything, it's like it's somebody else's energy. And when I'm in their presence, if they make me feel good or or not, and that's normally how mm-hmm. I do, you know, for relate. And I, I do do it for relationships when I connect with people. This is absolutely wonderful. Now I'm sure this Instagram thing and uh, social media at large 
this must take you all day long. So how is a business owner supposed to run their business, you know, make money, generate income, follow up with all their normal leads and so forth? How are they supposed to, you know, implement this? Wouldn't, wouldn't you have to hire somebody full-time to put this in place so that it's actually effective and actually monetizes? Well, that's one of the secrets that you already talked about is ultimately most of the businesses and stuff that they do, they absolutely do outsource it, and they have a virtual assistant that does their social media for them and everything else. But if you do want to do it yourself, especially when you're first starting out, when I say they can literally be done in 15 minutes a day, it's just that you go, you find the top accounts, you follow some of the followers, you find a post, you know, you post your image, you comment and like, and then and you can do it five minutes here, five minutes there. You know, it's maybe five minutes in the morning, five minutes in the afternoon, five minutes in the evening, a little bit at oh. different times throughout the day, and you're done. So oh, it doesn't wow. so take all the – yeah. So five minutes, it's like eating – so every time you break for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you just take five minutes before or after, there you go. You've got your 15 minutes in. Absolutely. And half the job would be identifying your niche by doing your the search that you talked about where – Right, and, and so like when you're first it. getting started and then after that you would know and you would have a list of accounts or different things that you would follow and you would go to and then you would find a picture that you if, – that's if you wanted to share – use that strategy of sharing other people's content. If you wanted to – if somebody wants to create their own content, then they can just, you know, really quickly um, put an image or post a picture or, you know, I mean, because there are different – um, apps and resources that are available that can be used and to test the analytics and all that different stuff, you know, for all the people out there that, you know, they like the numbers and they like to see, um, you know, the clicks and the who's liking the most, who's commenting, you know, that type of thing. Um, is it really uh, that, does it make that much a difference to post a picture as opposed to a video? It depends, to be honest with you. I mean, because I literally have tested an account where I'm literally just posting motivational quotes and I'm getting a lot of engagement and, a lot, and people tend to like those. It, whatever the niche is, you know, if you're able to show, uh, again, it, I keep using the health and wellness, but like with the health and wellness, if you're showing the different exercises and stuff and something that's fun, um, you know, people do enjoy that. I, I, I think it's it's whatever your personal preference is, to be honest. If you, you know, t- test it and see how people respond and then keep, when, when you get the most engagement, keep doing more of the same. Okay, and... Um... It doesn't matter whether you whether you take a video on your cell phone, for example. If you take a video on your cell phone and just put that post that directly, or is it better to take that video, put it on your blog, and then post a link from your blog onto um, Instagram? Um, no, you if you're gonna that? if you're gonna post, well, you could. But I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna post video on, I would take the on your phone and upload it directly and then there's ways where you can add comments and hashtags and everything else like that i mean that's a little bit more advanced but you know that way you can ask questions or do different little things and then you can you know say like for more tips follow me at and then you put your bio and so then when they click on your or not your bio, excuse me, your username. So then when you, they would click on the username, it would take them to your bio, which then would have the link that they could click to find out more about you. Okay. Wow. So so there is definitely a method to, you know, a, a formula so to be successful on Instagram. And um, do you do any, are you doing any either talks anytime soon or do you have any events 
Uh, I heard you had well, a actually, yeah, we interview. actually have um, a, a social media branding and traffic summit that is coming up. It's going to be July 11th oh. through the 22nd, um, where we're having experts. Um, you know, of course, there'll be stuff on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, all the different social media platforms because there's different things, different people. You know, I mean, Facebook is where everybody hangs out. LinkedIn, if you're looking for people that have money to spend for a higher ticket, you know, coaching or whatever else, LinkedIn is definitely a place you want to be because that's where. Um, a lot of the business professionals hang out. So, I mean, there are definitely different types of, um, depending on what people are looking to do. But you, not to say that you can't still find high clients, you know, um, higher end clients on Instagram as well. But we're having, and of course, one of the most important things is for you to brand yourself, properly position yourself. So we have branding experts that are going to be presenting. And once again, oh. too, how to get traffic in general and how to get traffic to your business. So that's what um, we currently have coming up, and it's called the um, Social Media Branding Traffic um, Summit, and I believe the website is smbtsummit.com where people, it's, they can register for free, and, you know, it's going to be uh, a two-week event, Monday through Friday, where you can come on and listen um, to the different experts and see what they have and share share their you know tips and strategies and how you can be successful um, in that area. And for me, I always sit there and say it's success with socializing, and that's why I absolutely love social media. Wow. So is this a webinar or a live in-person event? It is going to be um, a, a virtual summit, which will be like webinar-based, okay. yes. So they can so they don't anybody... have to go anywhere. They can do it from anywhere in the world and from anywhere, you know, from the comfort of their own home. Just log on and, and, you know, enjoy the show. Oh, that is fantastic. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be sure to put the website, uh, www.smbtsummit.com. We'll go ahead and we'll post that on the show so that those of you who are listening live and those of you who are pulling this show afterwards, you can go ahead and uh, Jocelyn's free gift to you is for you to be able to attend this online and get all that wonderful hands-on information. So, and it sounds like you're you have a panel of people that are going to be on there? Yes. Yes, a panel That's of other great. experts. How, and how long do you have an idea how long it'll be? Um, it's going to be July 11th through the 22nd, so like each day there'll be like an hour-long session. Oh. Wow. So it's kind of like a live uh workshop for for a couple of weeks. This is phenomenal. Yes. Yes. And the nice thing about that is after the social media one, then we are going to also be doing um, holistic and energy healers. and that. So we're going to be able to start hitting all the different niches. And so I think I happen to know someone um, who I might be talking to that in the future with, you know, because, of course, with media is very important for getting yourself out there. And I don't know, she might want to consider being a part in presenting on um, edit for our social media and branding and traffic summit. But, you know, if she doesn't want to, that's okay, too. But she's more than welcome. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Well, there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I am so excited to have uh, had you on this show. You have really opened up our eyes to the reality of why Instagram should be used for business and how it's actually something that I never thought would be monetizable, but apparently it's we're leaving a lot of change on the table, girls and boys, and now that you know Jocelyn, there's no reason to leave all that change on the table. You can sweep it off the table and now put it in your pocket. And in doing so, not only benefit yourself, but also the gift that you have, the reason why you're here on this planet, you can have a larger base of exposure where you can share to more people. And by doing so, again, you put 
more, you know, you pack your pockets with profits. So Absolutely. I would say to you, connect with Jocelyn. She's very accessible both through Facebook as well as Instagram. And Jocelyn, thank you for being on our show today. Well, thank you again for having me. It's such an honor and a pleasure. It's been a, a fantastic hour, so thank you again. Uh, we air every Wednesday at 11, 11 a.m., and we have special shows throughout the week, so keep posted coming back to our Facebook page as well as our uh, Twitter page, and we thank you again, Jocelyn. Peace and love always, and continue to share your gift with all. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. <laughs> 